about Pachma. Continuing with our discussion, what happens if you're in shul on a day when you are supposed to say Tachnun in a shul where they do say Tachnun? Not dealing with the shul, they don't say Tachnun. Regular shul, Ashkenaz, they say Tachnun every single day, and the shli, it's Shachris, and the Shliach Tzibur, by mistake, something possesses accidentally him. On accidentally. Ac- even, on per- ac- even on purpose. Accidentally or on purpose, by mistake or by on purpose, he says, Yiskadal di he finishes and right away he begins. He's kadal but he begins to say kaddish, and he races through the entire kaddish, and no one can stop him. And then there's a commotion in shul. What did you do? Why did you recite kaddish? Chazi kaddish. Today is the day when we are required to say tachnun. There's no, there's no. Uh, it's not erev shchodesh. even Anyway, it's not shchodesh. It's not cholamoid. It's not pesach sheni. It's not lagba oimer. There's nothing special today. And here in this shul, we don't, we don't omit Tachnon on the Devi Yard site. Why did you jump? Did you go straight from Hamavarech Es Amor Yisrael Ba'ashalom all the way straight into Tachnon? He has no answer. It was a mistake. Either it was a mistake or he's guilty. He's trying to pull a fast one over the tzibar. What? So the question is, Whatever his intent is, what does the tzibur do now? That's question. Uh, uh, no, no, no. That's question. Today's Erev Shchodesh. Tomorrow is Shchodesh is Wednesday. It's right. Today is uh, right. So today by Mincha, there's no, there's no, there's no. That's right. Today is Yom Kippur Katan. Today is a very big day. Yom Kippur Tachos Kamesh Tammuz. That's right. It's a very holy day today. Today's the day to go to the cemetery. Go to the cemetery. Today's a good day to go to the cemetery. Today's a timus. It's timus morado. Because this, uh, I think the morado went out. Uh, on Erev Rosh Chodesh? Yes. The timus, the, uh, the only one I know about is when they came back. Is, is, is on the, the day that they died. Zion, Zion Elul. Zion Elul is a timus. Is when, is when the morado died. The morado took them 30 days to die. It says, I think it's, it's brought down in many Sfarm, that Zion Elul. They, maybe they, they left in Rosh, they left the Erev Rosh Chodesh, but then when they came back, they came back on Tisha B'av, they spoke Lash and Hara, they came back on they the... They came back on Ches. On Ches, and they spoke Lash and Hara, and, they, and they, they, they got sick right away. It took 30 days for them to die, and the calculation is that they died on Moli V'chosr, I don't know the calculation, but they died on Zion Elul. And the, the Meraglim Mitzad Echad were Tzadik, and Mitzad Sheni were Rishoyim, the, the Nishnahi Nishnahi, whatever, the whole, the, whole, the whole dilemma. What were they exactly? But they died on Zion Elul, and therefore Zion Elul is the primary fast day for the Meraglim. He's saying over here that it's a Tainus because they left, they departed. Why is that yeah. a Tainus? They were Tzadikim at that point in time. At the time when they left, they were still Tzadikim. Rashi says, Anoshim, Anoshim, they were Tzadikim. But they were tzaddikim. At the moment when they left, they were tzaddikim. They only were shown when they came back and they spoke Lashon Hara. So why should it be a tainus? I hear what you're saying. I don't know. I, I saw in print, in a few places, few Svarim Likutim, is that the only time that we fast with the Meraglim is Zion Elul. I never saw anyone that was supposed to fast on Erev Rosh Chodesh, on Erev Rosh Chodesh Tamas. I don't, never heard this. There's a reason why you fast on Erev Rosh Chodesh Tamas, because today is Yom Kippur Katan. That's another reason why you fast. And today is the ideal day to go to a base Hakvaris. You want to go with me today to the Rebbe? I'll go with you. You want to go to the Rebbe today? Maybe we should go today to the Rebbe. Why? He's alive. Good.
it's even better. <laughs> better get a brach from a living rabbi than from a, a dead rabbi. I have a question. Yeah. I don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Sometimes, sometimes teshuva cannot help. Sometimes the damage is so great. I don't know the answer. Sometimes teshuva cannot help, and maybe they did not teshuva. Okay, Rabbi Yisai, can we please have some decorum? Rabbi Yisai, please, please, please. Let's try to get through this. So here we have here we have we have a uh, 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 shaila two different shailas to ask what happens on a regular day the shachas the shliach tzibur after he says hamavarich esamo yisrael b'shalom he immediately says yiskadal v'yiskadash shmei rabah and no one stops him it would appear it would appear that it would be ideal to stop him no harm done just because he says yiskadal v'yiskadash shmei rabah. You should try to stop him. You, once you already say Yehei Shmei Rabbah Mivarach, then you don't then you don't stop him. Once already he sneaks in, he gets that far, then you let him say the remainder of the Chatsi Kaddish. And now, now that Sibor is is now the rabbi, whoever's in charge says, you know, you made a mistake. Today is a day when we say Tachlan. Why did you do that? Was it an accident? Was it deliberate? Doesn't make a difference. You made a mistake. What should the tzibur do now? Should they recite Tachlon after he said the Kaddish, the Chatzi Kaddish, or let bygones be bygones? Kevin, once you did already, so let's go weiter. Now we'll start Asher, we'll take out the Sefer whatever needs to be done, we'll just continue where we were up to. That's question number one. Question number two. What happens if the same situation happens by Mincha? You're in a shul where they normally normally say tachlan. There's not a shtibur where they don't say tachlan. You say tachlan every single day, and the shliach tzibur hamavarich esamo yisrael b'ashaloim yiskadal v'yiskadash mei rabba, and he gets past yehesh mei rabba. Once he gets past yehesh mei rabba, then you have to let him say the remainder of the kaddish. Now notice here it's a different kaddish. By mincha you don't just say a chatzli kaddish when you finish the shmona esra. You say a kaddish sholeim. Which includes this expression Tiskabel You accept our prayers. What do you do now? Does the Tzibur now recite Tachlon uh, before they recite Oleinu or not? So there is a very big difference, a difference of opinion among Poisin. What you should do in both of these situations. From this safer I have here in front of me, it appears. It appears that the ideal thing is as follows. This is the consensus of, the, I would say, the majority of the opinions, but it's not necessarily the only opinion. It's not necessarily what a rabbi would ask him to do. And that is, there's a difference between shacharis and mincha. Shacharis being that you did not say tiskabel, you just said a chatzli kaddish, no harm done. You can now recite tachno. If the shliach tzibah made a mistake, and said, Chatzi Kaddish, no big deal. No big deal. Just, right now, everyone should just full Tachnon, even though Chatzi Kaddish has been recited. Should they repeat Chatzi Kaddish again? Excellent question. So that's another Machlegis. After they say Tachnon, after the first Chatzi Kaddish, should they say another Chatzi Kaddish? Some say yes, some say not. There's no harm in doing it again. Because you can say chasik, the reason why you say chasik kaddish is to be mafrit. Why do we say chasik kaddish after we that we say tachnon? In order to separate between the tachnon, the different parts of davening. 
You can also say a tachnun in between different different tefillos, different tachanunim, different expressions of tachanun. So there's really no harm done if you were to recite another chatsi kaddish after you say tachnun. Why do you recite anyway? The chatsi what? Anyway. Yeah, no, so we'll say that since the, the standard Nusach HaTzfilah is, once you say Chatzik Kaddish, you go into Asher Volatzion. So don't deviate from what you normally do. There's a certain standard in how you die. Here you made a mistake. So what do we do? Do we say that since you made a mistake, we're going to do something different today? Or do we say, no, you have to follow the general Nusach HaTzfilah, we do take into consideration that Tachanun is a Rishus. There is no absolute obligation to recite Tachanun ever. Ashrevel, I mean, Avhurachum is, that's different. But that, that's another question, that's another issue. But let's just, let's focus now on, on, on saying of Tachanun. The, the philosophy, when you fall on your head, on your arm, so what do you do? So basically, it appears from what I've read over here, even though there are many opinions, it seems that the best thing to do if the Shliach Tzibur made an honest mistake, whether it was an accident, or whether he's a wise guy, and wants to just not say Tachnun for no good reason, the rule is, so say everyone should now do Tachnun after the Kaddish was said. You said a Chatsi Kaddish, okay, no, no harm done. You said a Chatsi Kaddish, now everyone should fall Tachnun. And after everyone falls Tachman, you say Chatsi Kaddish again. And it's not that the first Chatsi Kaddish was a, a Levatola. No. There's a Chatsi Kaddish you said after the Shemona Esrei. Now there's Tachman. And then there's another Chatsi Kaddish. No harm done if you say Tachman <coughs> and then another Chatsi Kaddish. That's what appears to be the consensus, the majority of the opinions I've come across in this country. However, that's all true and fine by Shachris, where you're only saying a Chatsi Kaddish. Mincha, where you're saying Tiskabel, Tiskabel, Tiskabel is the end. Hashem, may you accept our prayers. Once you say Tiskabel, the whole base Yisrael, may Hashem, you accept our prayers. That's it. Davening is over. It's too late to say Tachnon. So to review, by Mincha, again, should you stop the Shriach from saying Kaddish? He starts saying the Kaddish. Stop him. Take out the whip. Stop him. Pull out, pull out the plug. There's a trap door underneath the armor. Every shul, every shul, don't you know, has a trap door under the armor. And if you don't behave, the guy has a smartphone, a special app. You press the button, the floor opens, and the guy goes down with Koyrach. He goes down into the ground. So you're supposed to do that if the, if the shliach did, did not yet get to Yehei Shmei Rabbah. If he did not yet say the words Yehei Shmei Rabbah, Amen, Damiran Bilmavi Yemur Amen, stop him. Cold in his tracks. And then everyone should do Tachnun and then he'll start the Kaddish Yiskadal Yiskadal Shmei Rabbah. Once the shliach Tzibur gets to Yehei Shmei Rabbah, that's a point beyond return. Then you must let the Shliach Tzibor finish the, the, either the Chatzli Kaddish or finish the Kaddish Sholem. If it's Shachris, you did not yet say Tiskabel. So he finishes the Kaddish. Now the Tzibor falls Tachnun. And then after they fall Tachnun, he says Kaddish again. 
no harm done saying Kaddish again. And then you continue Ashrei Valetziah and you go further in... What? Oh, no, no. So the Tzibur not. Everybody said, please. The Tzibur, the Tzibur not. The Tzibur not. But by Mincha, Mincha, when the, if the Shliach Tzibur says, immediately he says the Kaddish, you can't stop him. And he says, Yehei Rabbah, we let him say the remainder of the Kaddish. That includes Tiskabel. Once you say Tiskabel, there's nothing more to do. You, the, the Tzibur does not anymore have an obligation. There's no more, it's too late. The, 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 the Tachnun is a Hashlama to the Shmona Esrei. You're not gaining anything now by reciting the Tachnun after it's a, after Tiskabel has been recited. The Shmona Esrei is over. Tiskabel has been said. It's over. It's too late. It's a Mu'uvos She'enoi Yochol Liskon. It's a it's an injustice. It is, there's there's a mistake that has been made. And there's no way to correct it. This is the basic halacha of what happens when the Shkir Tzibur makes a mistake. A difference between Shachris and Mincha. Next Shaila. Let's say, let's say, I told, no, I told you, once the Shkir Tzibur says, Yehesh Shmei Rabba, you can't stop him. You can only stop the Shkir Tzibur until he gets to the words, Da'amiran, Bi'almav, Yimru, Amen. The tzibur ends Yehesh Shmei Raba. If the tzibur already gets the word on main and they answer Yehesh, that once he gets it, it's it. It's too late. The train has left the station. You cannot stop, and now you have to deal with the consequences. Shachris, the tzibur as a whole can recite the tachman. It's okay. Mincha, the tzibur, it's it. It's time to say Olenu. There's nothing you can possibly do. Kaddish Yosem, everyone go home. You, no one has any obligation in this shul to say, it's a mu'uvus, she'ein a yachal period. Okay, that ends this shayla, new shayla. Let us say, let us say you, Davin, you, Davin, primarily Nusach Ashkenaz, and you recite Tachnon every day. That's what you do, and you're with your custom. Today you happen to be in a shul with a Davin, Nusach Sard, and for whatever reason, in this shul, whatever reason, it's not your not your issue. The, the, they, they don't say tachnun. They they never say tachnun. That's what their custom is. For whatever the reasons are. So what? But what, what? What should you do? Should you recite tachnun? So the truth is, Meikar, I didn't know. If when you're davening, they do not recite tachnun, and you have decided to daven with them, if you want to say tachnun, so don't daven here. Go daven some. Don't look for trouble. Go daven somewhere else. You can't. This is the only minion in town. This is the only convenient place for me to daven. I'm not, such, I'm not so makbir on Sintachn anyway. To me, does. So good. So do in Rome, you do like the Romans. You're not the one who decided to say Tachn, not to say Tachnon. It's the rabbi's decision. It's on his shoulders. He knows what he's doing. It's his shul. And his shul, they don't say Tachnon. That's it. You follow what they do in Rome. You do like the Romans. If it really bothers you, if and only if it re- you really have a need, some people they enjoy tachna. Okay, they really they feel they know what they're saying. It's a powerful prayer. You pour out your heart to Hashem. You fall on your face. You really feel you do want to say tachna. Then here are the rules. First of all, you have to know if it's going to make if it's going to make a commotion. If you're in a shul where everyone is watching your every move, people are looking to, looking to make trouble, 
and and it's the minikal mokim bedafka not to say tachnon by you saying tachnon after aleinu or before aleinu or before you start your chazaras hashatz you are going to draw attention to yourself and they're going to challenge you it's the minikal mokim not to say tachnon loisiskoi to do then don't you dare. Don't you even dare consider it's, it can be an iser derais of loy tiskoi to do. You're looking for machloikis, le sisters, You're really looking for trouble if you're in a place where you're going to draw attention to yourself by being poireish min hat However, if you're in a place where no one is looking, no one cares, everyone is running to work, everyone is busy with themselves, everyone over here is just just a collection of people over here, and, 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 and it's a shtibol, and no one can really, no one pays attention to what's going on, and you want to say tachnon, then yes, you can say tachnon. When should you say tachnon? So there's a difference of opinion. Rav Moshe himself, it's, there are stories, documented stories, that Rav Moshe Davin times where he did not say tachnon, and he said tachnon after Oleinu. They finished davening the entire davening, and it was obviously a place where there was no hakpada. To, to, to no, no issue of a parishman at Sibor, and of Moshe when davening was over, so knew they said, they said, they said, Kaddish uh, and they said, Aleinu. So you can say Tachnun. Is it the ideal Tachnun? Obviously not. Once you've said Tiskabel, you basically severed the Tachnun from the Shmona Esrei. It's true, it's not ideal, but not, not everything in life is ideal. Okay, not everything in life works out exactly the way you want it. But there is still, it's, it's still, Idav and the Shemona Esrei. No, it's within five minutes of the Shemona Esrei. It's not the end of the world. You're not going to lose by what saying, Tachnif, it bothers you. What? Oh, well, that's another Shiloh. Separate Shiloh. We'll deal with it. Let's say it's two o'clock in the afternoon. We'll come to that Shiloh one more. Let's, let's deal with the issue. Are you even allowed to say Tachnif? Do you gain anything by saying Tachnif? So the answer is, you're allowed. The answer is, first, you have to know you're being Parishman at Sibor. Not to make machlekes. If there is no issue, the answer is yes. You can say tachnon. Is it the ideal tachnon? Obviously not. But there's something to it. Now, some maybe want to argue is that you can do. This. Some people do this. Is that if you daven, if you're if you daven a very fair shmona esrei, if you're from the from the swift, the world Guinness Book of World Record people who know how to daven very quickly can say all those words very quickly, and then you can have to wait for the shleach to be, to begin to begin the chazor sashats then it would probably be better, and they're not, and they're not going to say tachnon in the shul, and you're not going to draw attention to yourself and make a machloikis, then, what? No, you won't. No, I don't think so. I don't think in this, I don't think, I don't think in order. Nah, it depends. It all depends. It really all depends where, when, what, how, who. All depends. In many shuls, you know, you have these mincham and yonim at work, or minchem and yonim, then then people are they're not looking they're not looking to fight they're looking to make money they're looking to make money it's not their shul no one's invested in the shul it's just it's just a collection of people over here out of convenience they don't they don't say it's a communion kavua they don't say tachnon why no one knows why they don't say tachnon there's no real rabbi you want to say tachnon because they hate who's who's going to stop you saying tachnon then you go to a shul with this this pompous <laughs> rabbi and the rabbi he puts down the law. And, and everyone there is looking for trouble. <laughs> okay? So then you're right. I told you, it all depends. What about, what about not falling on your arm? Oh, wait, wait, wait one second. So let's go. by the way, is only falling on your arm. If you're not falling on your arm, it's not really tachnon. It's not a tachnon. The ikr, the ikr chelik of tachnon appears to be falling on your arm, even if you say nothing. How do you like that? Even mumble a couple of words. Just mumble, ashra yosheh Just mumble, 
help me, please. Help me, please. We, the meaning is to say, Mizmar Vav. Vayom, we start with Vayom, but it appears the Iker Tachnon is Nefilas Apayim. Falling on your arm. You fall on your arm and you basically express a sigh. Oi, Ribbon Shalaylam, I need your help. I love you. I'll do anything for you. I'll even give up my life for you. That's the Nefilas Apayim. What you say is not important. The ideal thing to say is Mizmar Chof Hey. As Chabad, that's what it says in the Zoyar, and someone showed me yesterday, that's what Chabad says. That is the Iker. That's really what not you say. Hashem, not, not, that's another Sugya. That's another, that's another, we'll get another, let's one thing at a time. Let's not get distracted. Distracted. We'll come to that in a moment. Let's first discuss what it's all about. Iker is to fall on your arm. The the Zoyar says, Mizmar Chof Hashem Nafshi. To you, Hashem, I give you my neshama. You can have my neshama. The priest can say, today it's a sakana to say that. Al tiftach pel satan, we're not on a madrega to do tachnon altogether. And that's why one of the reasons why chasidim, some of them, never, ever, ever their whole life will say tachnon, because we're not on a level today to say tachnon. Don't look for trouble. Don't be... Don't do a maisa that shows you're willing to give up your life to Hashem. Hashem may take you up on it. He may take you up on it. So don't even bother with this. We're not in a madrega. Today, Tachan is only a rishus. It's a rishus. It's not a chayva. So what do you need to get in trouble for? What do you need? What do you need? What do you need this for? Don't even do it all together. That's what that's what some chassidim hold. They'll never say Tachan their whole life. Others say. Others say no, no. You don't worry. A shaymer mitzvah. Lo yeda davar ra. So what do we do? Somewhere in the middle. We don't say we don't say what we're supposed to say. We don't say mizmor chafhei Hashem elechon esor nafshi. We don't go that far. We don't say the words. You can have my neshama, but we do tachnon somewhere in the middle. That's what we we pretty much do. So now 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 so 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 so, so the question. What was our question? I'm getting all mixed up. So our question here was, uh, if, if you want to say Tachnon, you say Tachnon every single day. That's your custom. You're in the shul now, they don't say Tachnon. I want to say Tachnon. I like saying Tachnon. And I'm not going to make a machlekes. You have to make that assessment. That by me saying Tachnon, no one could care less. Everyone's on their smartphone. Everyone's doing their own thing. No one's interested. You do whatever you want. And I want to say Tachnon. If you are davening a quick Shmona Esrei and, and you have time before the Shleach Tzir begins, Baruch Hato Hashem, that would be the ideal time for you to say your private Tachnon because it's right after your private Shmona Esrei. Now, is this ideal? No. Why is it not ideal? Because the ideal time to say Tachnon is after the Shmona Esrei of the Shleach Tzibur. That way you get in a double Shemona Esrei. You are private Shemona Esrei and the collective Shemona Esrei of the Tzibor. Saying Tachan of a private Shemona Esrei is not ideal. Maybe it's even worse because you know, you, you're being more din on yourself. If you have the Zuchus at Tzibor, maybe it's not so dangerous. It's not ideal. But listen, it's better than nothing. And some say, no, you don't really do it then. Better if you're going to do it. So you can do it. You do it after, after Aleinu. At the very end of davening, I see some people, they do they do it during Olenu. Okay, that's not necessarily so proper to do. Whatever it is, but, but Rav Moshe and other Gedele Yisrael, Rav David Feinstein also, I heard over in his name, 
You should say Tachnun after Oleinu. If you're meaning to say Tachnun, you can say Tachnun. Even after Oleinu, you say Tachnun as long as you're not going to draw Machlekes. It's fine. You can do so. It's not ideal, but it's, it's better than nothing if that is your custom. Are you Mechuyiv to do so? No. It's only a Rishus. It's only a Rishus. And the Tzibur does not do so. So you're not Mechuyiv to do so. If you want to dive into a different meaning, what they, what they do say, what they do say Tachnun. It is, that's what I'm saying. It is a scabble. So it's, that's what we said. It's not ideal. It's not ideal, but it's not the end of the world. It's after by mincha. It's after teskabel. You're not mechuyiv to say tachlan. Anyway, you're not mechuyiv to say rishos. And here, certainly not to. But if you want to, you can fall on your hand and you can say the tachlan. No harm done. It's better. It's, it is a shtigl tachlan. It's connected to your shmona esrei to some degree, even though you said teskabel. There's something there. There's, there's something there. If Moshe did it, if Moshe, Maseraf. At home? At home, at home. So, okay, now let's now discuss the next Shiloh. What do you do, Bechidus? Now, before we come to Bechidus, let's discuss a more fundamental question. You're in a shul where there is no Sefer Torah. There's no, right, you're at work, there's no Sefer Torah. So, the truth is, if there is no Sefer Torah, there's no Tachlan, period. It's not the Pshat. Now, let me explain. Today, what do they do when there's no Sefer Torah? The Oilam says the Mizmar, Mizmar Vav. Without, without falling on their hands. The truth is, doing that, you're really doing nothing. You really, you, you're accomplishing almost nothing. The, the whole tachanon is to fall on your hands. If you're not falling on your hands, okay, it's a nice thing. You're saying tachanunim. It's very, very nice. And, and that's what we do. We do indeed say, we do say the mizmar when, the, when we do not fall on our hands. But don't fool yourself in thinking you're doing the ikar. There's the ikr and the tafel. The ikr is to fall on your on your hand and to say to Hashem in some words, Hashem, help me. Help me. I need help. I'm desperate and I'm willing to give up my life to you. I give full sacrifice. I'm willing to give up to show you how much I am part of the program. I'm willing to give up my life to you. And you can say that however you want. The minag Yisrael is to say it by reciting min mizmar Vav. The real Mizmar is Mizmar Chav. Hey, we don't say that. It's too dangerous. But we say instead Mizmar Vav. If you say something else, no, it's also good. You say nothing, it might also be good. You also have accomplished the Ikor, the Ikor of Tachanun, to fall on your face. If you're not falling on your face, for whatever reason, you're not saying Tach. Don't fool yourself in thinking you've said Tachanun. You may have said Mizmar Chav. Hey, you may say Mizmar Vav. Very nice. You can say Tachanunim after Shemona Esrei is over. Before you say Kaddish, Chatzik Kaddish, it's a very nice thing to do, but you're definitely not getting credit for saying Tachanun. What do you need in order to say Tachanun? So the Ninag Yisrael is you need a Sefer Torah. If you have a Sefer Torah, it means in your room, in the room you're in the presence of the Shechina. A Sefer Torah represents the Shechina then you are, you are allowed to fall on your hand to say Tachnon. If you do not have a Sefer Torah, you do not say Tachnon. Now here is the, what is the advantage of the Sefer Torah? So I told you the simple understanding is, is the Shechina. You only fall before the Shechina. If the Shechina is not present, you can't say Tachnon. Some say that's not the Pshat. The reason why you need the Sefer Torah, this is a shocking thing that I read here, I read. Who says this? I don't even remember who says this. I'll tell you the source. 
But who, what's the reason why you need a Sefer Torah? The truth is, Tachanun is exactly the same whether you have a Sefer Torah, you don't have a Sefer Torah. But you have to understand, when you fall on your hand and you say to Hashem, Hashem, I'm willing to give up my Neshama to you. Take it. It's all yours. I'm ready to die Al-Kiddush Hashem. That is a very dangerous thing to do. Al-Tiftach Peh L'Sotah. Don't do maisim. Don't do actions that are dangerous. Don't be a fool. Don't go and drive without a seatbelt. You don't smoke. You don't go and walk in front of or across the street in a busy intersection, right smack in the middle, and expect nothing's going to happen to you. A fool is a fool. In the spiritual world, saying to Hashem, you can have it. You can have my neshama. That's a very dangerous thing to do. You need, you need protection. You need a seatbelt to make sure you, still, you stay back in this world. If you have a Sefer Torah, the zuchus, the merit of the Torah, will save you from that danger. You're giving up your life, but you, don't, but you don't really want to give up your life. You need someone to catch you. Hashem, you can have my life. It's like these, stunt, these stuntmen, people who do stunts. So, so what do they do? They, they jump, they do these crazy things. And, and they trust, they have the ultimate faith in their partners that they're going to they're catch them. I jump like this, I'm only going to live if you're going to catch me. I trust you. This, we give up our life to Hashem, but we want a safety, a safety net. The, safe, the Kedusha of the Sefer Torah is our safety net. The sanctity of the Sefer Torah will, will, will save us from Hashem actually taking away our Neshama. The Tzibur, the Tzibur will save us, will save us, the Zuchus HaTzibur will save us from Hashem taking our Neshama when we, we, are, we are so willing to give it away to Him. If you don't have a Sefer Torah and you don't have a Tzibur, you don't have the safety net. If you don't have that safe net, when you say to Hashem, you can take my neshama, you're in a, you, you put yourself in a grave danger. So the common reason why you don't say tachlun when you don't have a tzibur and you don't have a sefer Torah is because you can only fall tachlun in the presence of the shechina. If you have a minion or you have a sefer Torah, both, you need the combination of both, wow, that's a winning combination. Kedusha Sefer Torah and the Tzibur, that's the Shechina is really here. It's really present. Now I can do Tach. I can, I, can, I, can, I can go forward. It's a Tanai in being able to be falling Alpanov. If you're missing one of those two, you're missing the Tanai. You can't do it. That's one approach. Another approach is you don't need the Shechina. You don't need the Tzibur. You don't need the Sefer Torah. Do it. It's the same exact thing. The only reason why we demand the idea of Sefer Torah and there be and there be a tzibur is because we want a safety net, a safety net that Hashem should not take you literally, and should, you should get credit as if you actually were willing to give up your neshama, but you're protected that it does not actually happen. So there's no Sefer Torah, there's no tzibur. You're putting yourself in grave sakana. Don't do it. Two very different approaches to understand definitely why you need both of these things. But definitely, if you're going to say kibitul no, no, just just the action of putting your hands down 
and putting your head down on your hand is, is really the same thing. We don't go so far to actually say the most potent words, but in essence, it's the same thing. So if you are, um, if you have a business, um, uh, uh, with the business, no say the No. So, so. May Iker Hadin, you do, you skip Tachan entirely. Entirely. Uh, is there anything wrong with saying Tachan, but, but not falling down? On, on your There's own? nothing wrong, and it's done, and it is done all the <laughs> yes. time, but you're, you're, you're not, that's not Tachan. Tachnun is one thing only, falling on your, on your hand. Reciting a Mizmar of Tehillim is not Tachnun. The Iker Tachnun is to fall out part of and say nothing. You can say, you can say nothing. Falling on your head and just feeling an expression, Hashem, I'm, I'm willing to give up my life for you. That is Tachnun. You can actually say nothing. We like, we Jews like to embellish service. You know, we want there to be some uh, embellishment. To the service by Moshe Rabbeinu. What does it say by Yoshua and Moshe and Koirach? Does it say what Moshe said? Moshe hears the Merachim come back and they say, Eretz Yisrael is no good. All it says, Vayipal al Panov. Moshe v'Aaron Vayipal al Panehem. Doesn't, they didn't say anything. Also, this week's parasha, nothing. Vayipal al Panov. Yoshua, Achan, Yoshua, Snilben Kenaz died. The first soldier died in battle. Fighting for the land. Does it say in the Pasuk what he said? Did he say Mizmach? Does God doesn't say what he said? Does it nothing? Tachnun is falling on your arm saying nothing. That's Tachnun. What we say is an embellishment. An embellishment. Therefore, if you're not going to fall on your hand, you're not saying Tachnun. That's not called Tachnun. You want, you want to remember the something called Tachnun maybe next time there'll be a Sefitara? So good. So you say the Mizmar. You should not forget the something called Tachlan, so you say the Mizmah, but when you're saying the Mizmah, you're really not doing anything. You're really not accomplishing anything. And the truth is, if you're not going to say the Mizmah, you're not going to fall in, then, then, then you don't have to say the Mizmah. You're not accomplishing it. The meaning is to say it just as a Zecher, as a Zecher, but it's not real Tachlan. So therefore, you need a Sefer Torah and a minion in order to fall on your hands which means to say Tachnon. If you're missing one of those two, then you do not say Tachnon, period. Why do you need the minion? I understand you explained very well. The minion, the same thing is the Suchos the Shechina, when there are, both reasons apply. According to the first reason, you only, it's a Tnai in Tachnon, of Nefila Sapayim, it should be said in the presence of the Shechina. When there are ten people, Jews together, the Shechina is present. But I thought There are different levels. Even one person is the Shechina. Two people, three people, five people. Agudosel, Eretz Yosta. There are different Madregois of, of Kedusha. Okay, there are different Madregois. There are different Madregois of Madregois of Shechina. The ultimate Madrega of Shechina is ten. You can't daven. You need a daver shabikadusha requires ten people because ten people is the shechina. So tonight in tachnon is shechina. So I need ten people. The other approach is I don't need a shechina for tachnon, but I need a safety net. And the safety net is the zuchus atzibur is the safety net. Don't underestimate the zuchus atzibur. Don't under. What? No, no such thing. Why? It's a davar shabaguf tefillin. Can someone be mitzvah you in tefillin? Can you put on tefillin? Can, can, can someone put on tefillin for you? You put on tefillin today. I don't put on tefillin. You davar shabaguf. 
You have to fall. You have to do the Maisatach, no such thing. You do a maizah, you have to go fall on your, fall on your hand. There's no such thing as being maizah with tachnun. Impossible. Tachnun is not a bracha. It's not a bracha. It's not kriya shma. There are no words to tachnun. What we say in tachnun is all, is all an embellishment. The igat tachnun is nefilas apayim. Finished. Zehu. The igat is the kavana. You don't want to say the whole tachnun. Some people, you should know, you don't even have time to say the whole tachnun. That's, that's said. We'll get to the Nusach, we'll come to later on. The will come. All the whole Nusach is only, is only an embellishment. We'll come to the Nusach. I want to first go to the Halakhs, then we'll discuss the Nusach and all the different things. Yes. Oh, now let's, let's discuss the Shah. What about saying, your Shiloh, when do we say Tachman? So the rule is, the rule is, you only say Tachman by day. You're not allowed to say Tachnun at night. Why not? Because it's Sakana. That's what it's brought down because, because nighttime is a Zman of Din, it's a harshness. Tachnun is a very dangerous thing to do because you're giving up your life to Hashem. So it's bad enough, it's, hard, it's, it's, it's dangerous enough to give up your life to Hashem when it's daylight, daylight hours, when the Hashem, there's at least Yud Hashem, the Midav, there's a Kabbalah in Yanim, is Midav Sarachanim. Nighttime is a harsh Zman, Midas Hadin. So the Zuchus Atzibur and the Zuchus of the Sefer Torah is not going to save you. It's still too much of a Sakana to recite Tachanun at night when it's Vadai Laila. What about Bein Hashmoshois? Let's say Vadai Laila, let's say for us Ashkenazma, Litvax, Vadai Laila is 50 minutes after sunset. Avmaisha says, 50 minutes after sunset in New York City is Vadai Laila. So, what, anything between sunset and 50 minutes is what we would call Bein Hashmoshois. Yidav in a late Mincha. Yidav Mincha until the minion comes together. And now by the time you have to Tachanon, it's already after Shkia. Should you fall Tachanon? It's a big Machloikes HaPoyskim. Big, big machlokes. Some say yes, some say not. Some say bein hashmoshes. It's Suffolk Laila. Tachan is only a dvarishus. Laila is a sakana. So why get into a sakana? Chamira sakanta yoiser meisura. Once you pass shkia, no more tachan. And that's another reason why Chasidim do not say tachanon, because Chasidim b'shita hold the iker zman of mincha is. To begin before Shkia and to go into Bain Hashmashas. You want to seal the day. You want the day to end Mitoch Tzfila. You want the Shmon Eshrei should go from before Shkia into Peshkia, into Bain Hashmashas. So the Chasimas Hayoim should be through the Koyach of Tzfila. So then, when you finish the Shmon Eshrei, it's always Bain Hashmashas. Always. And therefore, you can't say Tachnon. The only time a chos would say Tachnon is if he's going to daven mincha before shki early, early. So then he would say Tachnon. But if you're going to daven, the very machmer, the chassidim very machmer on this. They, the real people who take their their religion very seriously, who take their traditions very seriously, they're very machmer to daven mincha b'zman shkia. They have like I, I know I know I daven I daven what. Does that mean him do mechamel like the Gemara says? Exactly, that's what the Gemara means. Yeah. I know that Zerah, I daven on Shabbos. Well, I mean, that's the whole idea of saying Kaddish. I mean, saying, you know, Tachnun in the first place, then if it's 
So then it's, it's not possible. So in Echanami, that's why they, that's why the Tachan is not recited. Tachan is only recited on very rare occasions. Shachris. Then, you, but Shachris, you should say Tachanon. I'm right now on Shabbos, there's a Hasidish, the Rav is Hasidish, and, and, and he gives, he gives a few shiurim. And between the shiurim, there's multiple minyam of mincha. There's an early mincha at two o'clock, a mincha at six thirty, a mincha, and then there's a shkimin. And he doesn't daven any of these minyan. You would think, if I would, I would hop around the first minyan so I can, I, I can be free. No, he's very mocked to daven the very last minyan, which is Amish on the border, because that's what Hasidim do. It's a shita. Is that you want to end the day. There's an advantage that the day should end mitach tzila. If you're going to do that during the week as well, then you can't say tachan when you daven mincha. When then do you say tachan when you daven shachris? During Shachris, but not during Mincha, because Mincha goes into Bein HaShemoshes, or into Laila, and Bein HaShemoshes and Laila, you do not say Tachnon. However, other Paiskim disagree, and they hold, Laila you don't say, but Bein HaShemoshes you can say, don't worry, nothing's going to happen to you, don't worry, don't worry. We never saw someone <laughs> die because he said Tachnon, Bein HaShemoshes. Shoymer Mitzvah, Lo Yeda Dovara, you can say the Tachnon during Bein HaShemoshes. The big shile is slichois. What happens if you daven slichois at 10 o'clock? Okay, anyone daven a slichos at 10 o'clock at night? 10 p.m. A 10 p.m. slichois. How does slichois end? It ends with tachnon. So let, let, me, let me, before I answer that question, what about if you daven slichois or early, chatzois, the, 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 the first night, the first night of slichos, the first night of slichos. So when you daven slichos, everyone davens the first night of slichos, chatzois, right? I mean, not everyone, but many people daven, that's that. The, the, in they only do it in the morning. In the morning, okay. But let's say, let's say, let's say, uh, most of us have been brought up that at least the first night of slichos, you come to shul one o'clock in the morning, right? The first night. How does slichos end? The first night? Tachman. Tachman. When do you finish slichos the first night? No, no one's finishing slichos later than one o'clock. I don't, at two o'clock, right? I don't, I don't, I don't think the slichos yeah. takes more than half an hour. Okay, everyone's tired. The first slichos, even have a good chazan, even with a good chazan, it does take more than an hour. Okay, unless you go to the kalvach slichos, then you'll be there for a few hours. But, uh, if you get a davenus, it's not going to take more than an hour. So it's going to be two, three o'clock in the morning, and you're going to be finishing the slichos the first night. Uh, three o'clock in the morning, I'm sorry to tell you, is vadai laila. Vadai, vadai, laila. How can you say tachanon after you finish your slichos when it's three or two or three o'clock in the morning when it's vadai, laila? This is sakana. And the sefer Torah and the zuchusa tzibur is not going to save you from the sakonas laila. So the answer is, when we say laila is a sakana, that means only until chatzos. Because once you get past chatzos, Already you're heading towards the day. The Sakana is over. The Sakana of Tachnon is from the time it's Vadai Laila until Chatzos. That's the Iker Sakana of Laila. Once you get past Chatzos, David already, David the Kino woke him up. It's a Zman of Rachamim in the middle of the Chatigan, Tikin Chatzos. Once you get past Chatzos, you can say it. What? Yeah, yeah. Daylight saving sons, yes. Daylight saving sons. One o'clock. One o'clock. What about those million ten o'clock? Oh, so that's what we're coming to. So what about today there's a very big leniency. Many many of them snagged to this yeah. very, very strongly. And Moshe was mat here. And that people abuse. Shasat Khak. In the late sixties when people stopped being afraid on the east side to go out at night. 
Right, so, so this, it was a Shas Hatchak, and today there are Minyanim, okay, you can't deny the fact there are very popular Minyanim that say Slichos at 10 o'clock, they say Slichos, it's a very big problem. It's a very big issue as how, okay, you want to say Slichos, okay, Rav Moshe was Mata Slichos, but to say Tachna at the end of Slichos, even to say the Yud Gilmud Sarachim, which is really the Iker, that's really the Iker. Someone, if you daven at 10 o'clock Slichos, you have to say the whole Pasuk. You can't just say Hashem, Hashem. You have to have a special edition of Slichos, we're in the Slichos, when it says the Yud Gilmud Sarachim, you have to say the whole Pasuk, to take away the Choymer Adover of saying the Yud Gilmud before Chatzais. It's not so simple. So, Listen, it's done, it's done. But obviously, it's not, it's, 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 the problem is greater than the heter. The way you're talking, you'd have to finish Shlichus after one o'clock. Right, right, right. By quarter to one, you got to finish Chazan. Right, right. You should not be allowed to say Tachna until after Chatzais. But there are Minyanim who start at 10 o'clock and they finish by 1030. Okay, that's okay. That's better. That's that's much much better. Much better. No, no. So it's also no good. You're right. So if you're not getting to chatzos, it's no good. You're right. But if you if you're going to daven at ten o'clock slichus and you're going to finish slichus at ten thirty, then how are you allowed to say tachnon? I don't have an answer. I don't have an answer. Look, some challenge. You can't say slichus altogether. If you're already saying slichus, so obviously you're operating on a whole different a whole different. Uh, uh, leniency, it is definitely a problem. So that's the answer to your question. Are you, if you daven a late mincha and the mincha goes into Bein Hashemoshes, can you say Tachnun? There are different opinions. Some say yes and some say no. When it's Vadai Laila, there is no disagreement. You may not say Tachnun. When it's Vadai Laila, when it's past Chatzos, you may say Tachnun, and that's what many of us do, many do, when they say Slichos during Aser, during the, during El Aserisimei they say Slichos, they daven very, very early, they begin Shachas before Alois Shachar, and they're finishing, they come daven Slichos five o'clock in the morning, whatever it is, six o'clock, and they're finishing Slichos before Alois Shachar. They're finishing Slichos when it's Vadai Laila. And if it's Vadai Laila, and they're saying Tachnun, how can you say Tachnun when it's Vadai Laila? It's okay. You can say when it's Vadai Laila because it's past Chatzais. Okay, now what about in Yerushalayim? If you live in Yerushalayim, do you need a Yedavim with a minion? Do you need a Sefer Torah? The minig is, if you're in Yerushalayim, you do not need a Sefer Torah. Because Yerushalayim, the Shechina in the Yerushalayim is Bimkoim, a Sefer Torah. The big dilemma is, does that only include the Ir Hoatika, or does that include the new expanded Yerushalayim? If you're davening in the Ramada, you're davening in the King David, you're davening in all the Minyanim, all the Minyanim they have in the hotels, which is outside the old city, all of the hotels, the Ramadas are very far away. Okay, so it's way out. You're davening there, but it's in Yerushalayim, it's still called, technically it's still called in, in, in the municipality, in municipality, it's still called Yerushalayim. Are you allowed, and you don't have a Sefer Torah, you're in the hotel lobby, where they're giving you to Dava Mincha and Shachris, there's no Sefer Torah. Is the new city, the new expanded Yerushalayim included in this tradition that the Shechina in Yerushalayim is Bimkoim, a Sefer Torah, and you can fall Tachnon. Machlekes. Some say only the Iro Atika, and some say even in the new expanded Yerushalayim. What about if you don't have a Sefer Torah, but you have printed Svarim? Printed Svarim. Do printed Svarim have the status of a Sefer Torah where you can say, you can fold, you can say Tachnun? Machlegis.
Some say yes, some say not. Wait, you're July. No, no, oh, in Chutzlar. Yeah, let's say there'll be no Sefer Torah. Let's say in this room, you have printed Svarim. Is this equivalent to the Kedusha of a Sefer Torah where you can, you can do Tachlan, you can fall in the fields of Hayim. You're in the presence of, of Svarim. It's not a Sefer Torah, but, but, it, but, it, but it's Svarim. No, you need a minion. You need two conditions. To say Tachlan, you need a minion. You need a minion. For two reasons, either two the one don't forget the two reasons. Number one is because it's a tenai of tachnon. You be in the presence of shechina. Ten people bring the shechina. Ten people bring the shechina, and the sefer Torah. You need a double shechina. A sefer Torah is shechina. So maybe you have a minion and you have printed svarim. The printed svarim is also shechina. It's also shechina. I saw something very bizarre here. He writes over here is is a shocking thing to say is the chiluk between if the svarim were printed. We're talking about, I don't know if you read right, so a printed svar today, 2018. Who was the one who manned the machines when they printed the svar in this room over here? Was it a Jew or a guy? If a guy was the one who pressed the buttons to print, to spit out all these books, to spit all the svarim, if a guy, then the svar have no kedusha. And therefore you can't. But if a Jew, I never heard What? It's like matzah. It's like matzah. Who pressed the buttons? What? Don't say it has a kedusha until you use it. So he's saying, even if he didn't, even even if he used it, even if he used it, there's an Indian. I, I, I never heard such a thing before. Who pressed the button? Like you know, machine like 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 uh, machine matzah. Who pressed the button? Only a Jew, right? If a guy pressed the button, everyone agrees it's not kosher. If a guy pressed the button to make the machine matzah, to turn on the machines, to get the, everyone agrees it's not called shmur matzah. It's not. It's called not called matzah. It's no good. It's not matzah mitzvah. It's not, it's not a matzah, it's no good. When it comes to svarim, someone to say a chiddush, the kedusha of the svarim depends upon who pressed the button to print the, to, for, the, for the machine to print the chumash. If a guy pressed the button, then the, the chumash has less kedusha, even though someone learned from it. If a Jew presses the button to print the chumash, the chumash has more kedusha. You have a chiddush? Never heard something like that before. Shocking thing to say. And that'll be an afkamina if you can fall tachnon. All right, I never heard that before, but in any event, if you have printed svarm, it is a machloikis, a printed svarm is memukayim, a sefer Torah. Now, let's be lenient. It does appear the oilam is lenient. It does appear, I don't can't tell you what everyone does, but it seems How that... How many one sefer. One sefer. All you need is one sefer. Now is the next, excellent, next question. What kind of sefer do you need? So if you have a chumash for sure, if you have a nach for sure, a Gemara for sure. Question, what about a sitter? If the only safer you have in the room, if you are from that school of thought who is lenient and says, if you have a minion and you have a safer, it's good enough, you can fool Tachlon. It's a winning combination. A printed Chumash is good enough. One printed Chumash is good enough. By the way, I take that back. Some hold it's not enough to have a print. All you, you, who you know, you imagine all these halachas, some halachas, that's all in the hair over here. Some say a printed safer is not enough. The printed safer needs a bookcase, a mokon miyuchet. Just having on the table stacks of svarim in a room piled up, nothing. You have to have a mokon miyuchet, a bookcase. Just like the safer Torah has the orinah kodesh. The Mokon Miyuchud for the Ornak Kodesh, you need to have a bookcase 
with the Svarim in order to follow the leniency that you can say Tachna. Just having on the table a Siddur or a Chumash is not enough. If the Chumash has a Mokum Yuchur on the wall in the bookcase, oh, now we're in business. Let's say you don't have a Chumash, you don't have a Gumar, you don't have a Nach, you don't have anything of the above, no Risham Nacharim, have a Siddur. You have to kill them. Yeah, so let's say, so, so one of the different types, let's talk about the old-fashioned Siddurim. Let's they make one thing at a time. The old-fashioned Siddurim, which did not have the Kriya Satoyer in the back, it didn't have the Hillim in the back, Shiloh Chumash, the old Shiloh Siddur. The old, did, it have, did, did it have in the back on the Tillim? For sure not. Did it have the Kriya Satoyer in the back? The old one? No. The original? No. So let's say you had the old Tikkun Mayor, old Tikkun Mayor Siddur, an old, old Shiloh Siddur, and it's on the table, and, 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 and let's make a lean. Well, let's say you have a bookcase for the children. You're, you're going to go into the classroom, okay, first grade classroom. The only thing they have in the room is a bookcase with 10 Shiloh Sidurim, or even one Shiloh on a bookcase. Is that sufficient? Machlaikis. <laughs> Everything is a Machlaikis. Now, if the Chor, the Siddur has a Tehillim in the back, and has the Kriya Satoyer in the back, and today, you know, the art school Siddur has a whole section of Halacha, you can mamish become a Rosh Hashiva today. If you know what it says in the back of the article city, you know more, you know more than most Rosh Hashiva. It's not, I'm not joking, it's pretty sad, it's pretty pathetic. Okay, it's pretty pathetic. If you know the few pages in the back of the city, you mamish the Gadol Hadar today. You know how to pass all the halachas. It's a state, state of affairs. What you need to know to be a Gadol Hadar. So you have here in this city, it's already, it's already mamish a Shulchan Aruch here in this city. Okay, so today, it's no different. Today, a sitter, the modern sitter, today even, you can't even buy a sitter today without Kriya Satoyer in the back. I don't think they don't even make such sitter anymore today. Even Shiloi and the Tikkun Mir is upgraded. Everyone has upgraded the sitter. They have the, they have the Kriya Satoyer. They'll have Mizmarim. You have Barachin. You have, you'll have a Pirke, you'll have Pirke Avais. What sitter is not going to have the Pirke Avais? What sitter is not going to have Barachin Avshi? It's a different world today. So this is like an outdated Shiloh. One thing he does say, I was shocked that he actually says, he actually talks about the Shiloh, he actually quotes it, you know, you have, you have a smartphone. Today, it's a new trend today. It's not a joke. I like it. I, I really, I really, I don't do it because people will look at me like I'm crazy. But, but you know, it's not so bad. It's really not so bad, darling. From, I, I, maybe it's not so bad, darling, from a smartphone. Everything is masudar. You know, it's, it's smart. It only shows you what you need to daven. Doesn't get you mixed up. You know, it gets, you don't have to turn pages. Everything is exactly the nusach. I mean, I love it for Sri Oimer. The whole Sri Oimer, I only use the smartphone. I never get mixed up. It tells me exactly what the day is. I have to go get, get confused. It tells me when you say that. I love, I love saying the Hirat sign. It highlights, it highlights, you know, all the letters of the Anabakayach and it highlights Tells you exactly it's Yisoyt Shem Malchus Malchus Shem Malchus. I don't get mixed up. It's right there. It was a mechaya. It's such. I really found it to be a very big mechaya for Sviyas Oimer. But the truth is, for davening, is the same thing. There are certain advantages. But one thing is for sure: a smartphone definitely does not have kedusha. That is a given. That is a given. Just because you have a data from a smartphone on your smartphone, you have access to Kol Tarakula. I can access Oitzah Chochmah for the smartphone. I can access uh, a Safaria. I can call Atarakula. Big deal. Big deal. It's not a Dover Shabbat Even if you have the cubbies, right? They have the Samakam Yuchit. Come into the shul today. Yeah, for sure. 
What's the shaila? You, you know the shuls now. They have the you don't see the afabah shul shul. They have the out of the cubbies. You come into samokah miyuchad. It's a bookcase, a bookcase for your smartphone. Big deal. A smartphone. Luchol hadayis. All the players can say is not yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> Emphasize the word yet. Maybe the next generation will be different, but not yet. A davar There's no way you can say tachlan with a smartphone. So. Interestingly, what exactly qualifies? You say, you need a minion, a svarim, maybe, yeah, maybe not. What kind of svarim? And Yerushalayim, the old city, the new city. These are all the different issues when it comes to the Ikhid Tachlan, the Baisai. Why does have to be printed by a Jew? What? It says by a Jew, not by a Jew. What a Chiddush, what a Chiddush to say. You know, the Hebrew, there was a Tkufa, when they printed the Shulchan it was known, people was a boycott. It was a boycott on certain, a certain Chumash, a Shul Chumash. Because it was discovered, it was printed on Shabbos. On the lower east side, they didn't care, they printed on Shabbos. The Chal Shabbos. People were furious. What are you printing it on Shabbos for? You really need to print it on Shabbos? Come on. What do you, what do you, it was a Chil Hashem. So there's a boycott. It was a boycott. That's not really relevant. That's, so, that, so. Whatever it was. I don't know the details, but, but I, I remember, I remember Yeshiva, there was certain Chumash they had, and they, they like, they, they like, they were banned. Because we know that this there was a ban. That was that was the hurt. That was the what chumash was that? That was the which chumash was that? The hurts. The hurts chumash. What he brought down He brought down. He was a big time. He was a goyim. He brought down from 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 goyim. He brought down from priests. He brought what they what they what they, what they scholars said it wasn't Neslapikorsis. No, no, it was Neslapikorsis, but it was he brought it from priests. He brought it down from people from the church. His son-in-law was uh, Rabbi Shem. And even though the, what the, the what the Galochim said was 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 in line yeah, is in line with what is 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 with our Hashkafa, what does not have curses, not have curses. What they said in Hanami is, but the fact that it, in fact that it, he gave them credit and he wrote there, this is a Jesuit priest, a Jesuit priest, and the Hagdam writes, take the truth where it comes from, whether it's from a Talmud or a Jesuit priest. So that rubbed people the wrong way. Not that it's awesome, not that it's wrong. You know, it just rubbed people the wrong way. We live in a very Haredi world. It's nothing wrong. He was a tremendous Talmud Chacham. No one's come to deny the fact who he was, the godless. But, in, you know, in this generation, different strokes for different folks. Today, it's not, it's not, it's not popular. Okay, no, the shuls are not running to buy it. There are, there, in those days, there were not many other options. It was it was it was a very small market. It was a very popular. Course. Very popular. I remember the young Israel had shelves stacked, stacked. Who didn't go over it? But then when the stone chumash came out, it was over, finished. But that's also because the the English was not a modern English. Right. It was over. Don't they print it in China? Is the little Chinaman pushing the button? I think they put it themselves. I think they put it in their basement. If I'm not mistaken. They also did some things they, they outsource to, I know who does it actually. He dominates his son, the one who does it. I met the one who does it. It's called, they have in the beginning, Royal, I think the name is Royal Publishing. They have there in the, in the yeah. beginning. I know, I know the family. I, I, met, I met the person, or I dominate on Shabbos, or Yitzchak. So the, one of the people there, Davin's, his family, his father, is, does an enormous amount of work for Art Scroll. He does a lot of the printing. Article did they, they did their own, they do their own printing also. They have their they have their own machines, but some things they outsource. And with the outsource, he does a lot of it. This fellow, he has his own company. That's what his business is. So he's a Jew. It's not in China. They do it in America. In Ukraine, they put a, a Jew's put a printing. 
It's so late. So late. We, we only have five. So let me just do more halachas. Okay, so we're not going to do today. We have to do tomorrow because we're out of time. Right? Let me just go for another five minutes and we'll stop. Okay, so, 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 you know, 90% of the printing today is done in Eretz Yisrael. Okay, it's much, much cheaper to print Eretz Yisrael than it is in America. 90% is done, and, they, and, and even with flying it to America, that's very expensive. I know in Tarvadas, he's every year the journal, the Hamasifta journal. So they would do is they would print it, Mamish Mitzoy Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael. The dinner is always on Sunday in Tarvadas. They would print the journal, the journal, the, the, not journal, the, 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 the Kuntras, they would have like a Sefer called Hamasifta with all the Chidush from the from the Bnei Yeshiva, thick. They would print it, they would, they would work on it to the very, very last minute, the very last minute, the dinner was Sunday afternoon, they would print it in Eretz Yisrael, they would send the PDF file, email to Eretz Yisrael, Mitzoy Shabbos in Eretz Yisrael was printed, was printed, it was on a plane, on a plane, it was printed in Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, Mitzoy Shabbos, it was on a plane, Boxes and boxes and boxes, probably a thousand, maybe even two thousand copies on a plane. Uh, immediately, Mitzoy Shabbos, one o'clock, they rush it from the printing press. When they printed it, printed, took them an hour or two to, to, to spit out a thousand copies, being bound and everything. And it was immediately put on a truck and sent to the to, to the airport, to, ben, to Ben-Gurion Airport in Tel Aviv, put onto the plane. It arrived uh, ten hours later in New York and taken straight from the airport to the to the hall to our Teres Chaya, put on the table. Ah, you know how much it costs to put on the plane? To go put boxes and boxes and boxes on a plane? What? It costs a lot of money. It costs a fortune. It costs a fortune. Why? Because no, it was impossible. Because everyone submitting the articles, it was just it would never be ready, Marco. No, they couldn't cut it off. So, so therefore, so therefore, so why they, why can they go print it Mitzvah Shabbos in America, in some basement somewhere over here in South America? Because the printing in America is so expensive, it came out a lot cheaper to print it in Eretz Yisrael and to put it on a plane to pay the enormous cost of shipping on a plane overnight to get it, to get it, to get it to the wedding hall the next day than printing in America. That's how much cheaper it is to print in Eretz Yisrael. Unbelievable. You know, in Beagle Eyes, they get all the new Svarim, so they get it immediately by air. And it's very expensive. And then if you want to wait, so it takes about two, three weeks, like three weeks is when it arrives on ship. They print, uh, they print it in Eretz Yisrael. They, they send a small amount so people who have no patience by plane and you pay for it big time. You want to go in and get half the press, you pay. You pay a lot of money more for, for everything you want to buy. And if you wait three weeks, it's a lot cheaper because now the ship is arrived by ship, by, by ship. Okay, so let's discuss another halacha about that, that if we want to just five more minutes, just finish up, not to, not, not to lose out on the time. Um, so this, this pretty much is the covers of, 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 of the dinner of a Sefer Torah. Now, next, next interesting shayla is, what about a chasan? When a chasan, or also a bris milah, a bris milah. If there's a bris milah, you do not recite tachna. If there is a chasan, you do not recite tachna. Are they exactly the same reason? No, not necessarily. The leniencies and the chumras of a chasan and bris are very, very different. When a chasan comes to shul, a chasan, it's very weak. It's a very weak uh, leniency not to say tachnun in honor of a chasan. On the other hand, when there's a bris or you have a, you have one of the members of the people of the party the Bismillah, then it's a much more legitimate reason not to say tachnun. One of the one of the reasons which caught my attention is because 
by a bris meal, I have to appreciate this point. It's very, just you know, he just sneaks it in here between the lines. It's a very significant point. By a bris mila, you know who comes with bris mila? Elio Hanavi. Nowhere do you find any chazal anywhere in the world where you show me a chazal that Elio Hanavi comes to a wedding. He doesn't come to weddings. I don't, I don't do weddings. I don't do weddings. I don't do bar mitzvahs. I do brisim. Vizehu. Now certain rashivas today, they will never go to a Shalom Zohar. No way. That's, that's forget about. Are you kidding me? I'm going to go to Shalom Zohar. Uh, a bris? Uh, a bris they go to. They, they bar mitzvah? No way. Never. A wedding? Only if I'm Messiah the Kedusha do I go to a wedding. And stay for the meal? I can't stay for the meal. I'm going to waste all my time staying for the meal. You know, the Chazonish did not go to weddings. Did not go to a brisim. You know, he went to the only simcha the Chazonish went to. A shocking thing. This is so, so not like today. Bar Mitzvah. The Chazonish went to every Bar Mitzvah he was invited. And someone asked him, you don't go to weddings. You don't go to Shevrachas. You don't go to Vars. You don't go to a bris. Bar Mitzvah, by most Rabbanah, most Russia Yeshiva, Bar Mitzvah is the first thing they cut out. Right. No kibudin. No kibudin, mamish, a waste of time to watch these little kids run around in a circle and, and shoot and all the shtick they have. And they, this, you go to Bar Mitzvah. I went to Bar Mitzvah recently. You know, it's just not... I'm, it's, I'm already there. You know, you care certain things. Why? He, Chaznish, went to Bar Mitzvah? So he said, Why? Adarabah. It's the only simcha that I can accomplish something. If I go to a wedding, chasen could care less. Whatever. Remember, I went to the wedding where they give me a bracha. I need this bracha, bris, this, that. A bar mitzvah, I'm a mashpia. The bar mitzvah boy will always remember on his bar mitzvah. He'll, he'll remember the chazanish was it. Putting all humility aside, the chazanish knew who he was. The bar mitzvah boy will remember that I was there. And maybe, maybe my, my Avodah Hashem, my Mesir Nefesh, putting all humility aside, will have an effect on his life. He'll remember, you know, you think about your Bar Mitzvah, it's not a Dover Pashat, a Bar Mitzvah. Bar Mitzvah is a very holy moment. People, I remember my Bar Mitzvah, every little, little detail about it. And I, I mean, this Shabbos, I mean, I went to a Bar Mitzvah, I went to a Bar Mitzvah, the Suda, and I went on Shabbos. Shabbos is very beautiful. It really, it really made a Roshim on me. The, the Bar Mitzvah party, okay. For the kid, I, he kid had a good time. The kid had a good time. The family was nice for the family. For the guests, I don't know. It depends. You know, yesh for yesh. I didn't find it any big deal for the guests. People who were there didn't seem to really get much out of it. I don't think they made much of an impression upon what was going on. But the Shabbos, the Shabbos in the shul was very, really was very meaningful. It was very special. But Chazanish, I go to a Bar Mitzvah, I'm a mashpia. I'm there, they have me, I sit there with the boy, I talk to the boy, I'm a mashpia, it's kedai to go to a bar mitzvah. A wedding, bris, pinyin aben, eh, it's for me, it's for my covet, my covet, my, I'm going to get a bracha, this, that, learn, stay home and learn, you'll, be, you'll get the same bracha sitting and learning. Isn't that amazing, what the Chazanish said? So by bris meal, you have to appreciate Eliyohu Hanavi comes to a bris. Elio Hanavi does not come to Bar Mitzvah. He does not come to a wedding. Does not come to a seum. Does not come to. Does not come to a seum. So when you start, saying, oh, today is a seum sechta, seum ashas tonight. No, no tachnon. Today is a chosan. The chosan is here. So what? So the chafu who cares? Bris or oh, bris? Oh, Elio Hanavi is coming. Elio Hanavi is here. 
it changes the dynamics when Elio Hanavi comes to Shul. <coughs> a wedding, okay, so Halacha Lemaisa, we do Paskin Halacha Lemaisa, then Rechosan, you do not say Tachman. Why? He's a Melech, we're all Mishtatif with him. Shaila, good Shaila. Listen to this, you're going to love the Shaila. Let's say the Kala comes to Shachar. The Kala is in the Ezra's notion. How do you like that? Modern Shiloh. Isn't this a good Shiloh? The modern world. Wow. Shiloh, what? We know she's there. Believe me, if the Kala is there, believe me, you're going to know about it. Believe me, if the Kala comes to Shachris, every guy in the shul is going to know the Kala is there. Even in Chaim Berlin, I never heard all the years, Chaim or oh, the Kalas and the Ezra Snoshim, we're not going to. I never heard such a story in all the years I'm davening there, the Kala. Believe me, if the Kala came, believe me, the whole yeshiva would know about it. We've been talking about it for decades. Okay, let's say, Luyatsu, the Kala comes, why not? Why not? What's more important, to come to Shul and Davin or to go have your hair done? You're talking Yom Kippur or Yom Kippur? Yom Let's talk about the so biggest... Does she say Tachna when she says... Mishra? No, yeah. definitely not. Don't they go through the They say Vidui. They say Vidui. Vidui is not Tachna. You don't say Tachna, you say Vidui. Vidui. You confess your sins, but you don't say Tachna. So the Shail is the Kala comes. The Kala comes to Shul and she's in the Ezra's Noshim. Does the Tzibur say Tachna? The Chos not here. The Chos is sleeping. The Kala is here. And the Kala is... And the dad, they're getting married, Bo Bayom. They're getting married in two, three hours from now. And she's dying, Mincha, Mincha. Do you say Tachna? And the answer is, you do. Why? Because she's not, she's not mitzorif to the minion. If we only had nine people on her, would she make the minion? No. 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 Sorry. No matter how important she is, no matter how much we, 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 we have women, the women's lib in this generation, shulchanaruch is shulchanaruch. A woman cannot be mitzorif to a minion of ten people for a minion. Therefore, she's not who makes the minion. She's not mitzorif to the minion. We're not drawn after her presence does not enhance the minion. She's part of the minion. She can join the minion. She can dive with the minion. But she's not a contributor to the sanctity of the minion because she cannot be mitzorif to a minion. Isn't that nasty to say? <laughs> but that's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. And therefore, she does not exempt... A nice, we're going to find such a chiddush like this. As long as you dug but up the stuff, she is part of it. She definitely does not say. She definitely does not say tachanon because the because She does not say, but she cannot exempt the tzibur from saying tachanon. What about the chosan? So first of all, there's a very big dilemma. If the chos is getting married after it says hakolichav, it's getting married during the winter time at night. The chub is at night. It's a winter day, and it comes to shachers. So do they say Tachnan by Shachris because the Chaz is getting married at night? Machlekes. Some say yes, some say not. Some say yes. Let's say, let's say, it's getting married by day. It's summer day, it's getting married before Shkia. But the Chaz is davening in the Ezra's Noshim. He's not davening in the main sanctuary. He's davening in the Ezra's Noshim. Not everyone, but many, most Paiskim seem to say that he does not patter. Because then he's, then he's not part of the Iker Minion. He's not part of the Minion. The Minion has to be in the main, main sanctuary. If he's going to dive in the Ezra's Nashim, so very nice. He's here today in the shul, 
but that's not going to exempt the tzibur from saying he has to be part of the minion. Unlike, and here's the point, unlike a bris milah. If there's a bris milah, the rules are, it's, there's, the no, there's no exact <laughs> science to this. The there's no exact science. What? It's much the more significant, the bris milah. Some are so megal, a shtibol. You have 10, you have the whole town, anywhere, the whole town. Even if you have a shtibol, you have 20 minyanim, there's one minion for bris milah. We don't pass like that, mamish. Halacha but the grounds to be makele by a bris milah are much, much more relaxed than they are by a chassan. Because the bris milah primarily is Elio Hanavi. His, his sanctity, you don't appreciate how the Kerech Elio Hanavi is all-encompassing, all-encompassing. But when it comes to a chassan, no. A chassan has to be a chalik of your tzibur. A kala is not a chilek of your tzibur. I'm sorry. Yadav follows Shulchan Aruch. A chosn who wants to go down in the Ezra's Noshim is not a chilek of your tzibur. He's yotzei tzibur b'tzibur. He's latching on to the tzibur, but he's not part of the tzibur. He was Polish. So you want to not say tachlum? Sorry. The only uh, uh, one uh, second. There are rebbes that used to daven in the chamber of oh. and the rebbe is a chosn. The door is open. It's not so posh. Even if the door is open, it's not the no Zelmazach. The Rebbe is giving up. By the Rebbe diving in his own cheder, there's no question the Rebbe is giving up an element. It's a trade-off. He's able to have the kavana, with more kavana, but he's giving up an element of being part of the tzibur. Davening in your own cheder, with the door open, in the Ezra's Nashim, is not the same as davening in the main shul. It's not. So a rebbe who davened in their own cheder, all the big rabbis do this, they're giving up. It's giving up for the greater good. For the greater good. All right, there's a lot more. Mishem tomorrow.